0: Well, we're, we're Richard and Jewel, and uh, my first memories are from a little farm not too far from here, uh, south central Delaware. And Jewel's first memories are from somewhere in Ethiopia, in uh, probably Nazareth, in in uh, East Africa, and. Uh, We've been uh, invited to come and serve as an overseer uh, couple for Gateway. So we're, we're just thrilled to be here for the first time in many years. I suppose 25 years ago or 30, uh, I was at the fellowship which met in this place. It was called Cannon then. And uh, so I have a few memories from way, way back. But since then, i never been here. Um, The Lord has kept confirming our becoming a part of you uh, in all sorts of just encouraging ways for us. I was blown away last evening when we um, uh, came to the home of Rusty and Linda and discovered that Rusty is the nephew of my closest childhood friend from Kentucky. So I just had sort of a memory flood after that, and um, we've been uh, enjoying so much getting acquainted with them, uh, with uh, with Tim and Carrie, and now others of you were meeting along the way already this morning, and to participate in worship with you as we have, this has been a very special uh, privilege this morning. We're uh, Jewel and I have just walked together as husband and wife now for, is it 48 years or is it still 47? Something like that. Uh, (laughs) uh, It it must be 48 because this is 2017. So uh, we were, (laughs) we were married back in 1968. Um, And God is blessed us just to be able to walk as a son and a daughter of his together uh, in a lot of different places and ways we made a list the other year of all of the churches we've been a part of uh, along the way through our lives and we counted 19 and we as, as we thought about those churches a uh, high percentage of them were just new churches we've one thing that the Lord has led us to is just helping to begin new fellowships of believers and to be a part of new fellowships of believers where we've been. We're looking forward to going back to Turkey where we served as Christian witnesses in the 1980s for a number of years before we were deported there because of we were invited out, I like to say, and that was just because of what we were engaged in in there uh, and, but now uh, old friends and spirit, some spiritual descendants of those friends have invited us to come back and walk with them uh, for a while after many years so we're planning to go back for about a year and we'll see uh, how long that will turn out to be um, but we'll be coming back and forth we have an anchoring place in Ohio these years which is one of the places we've lived um, and um, I think I'll stop there uh, Jewel we, I, well, I'll just say we. I, my first memories of Jewel's family Are when she was one year old And I was four years I had just had my fourth birthday And that was just on a farm uh, Not so far from here And uh, my parents took me up to New York City to say goodbye to her parents uh, when they went as Christian witnesses to Ethiopia. I I remember, that's one of my first memories, I remember the trip, uh, New York and the big cities and all of that. And uh, I was disappointed, though, in the the ship because I was expecting a little boat with oars sticking out the sides. and. (laughs) and a sail uh, like the pictures in the Bible stories that my mother uh, read me. But uh, So it looked like a big building, and I couldn't see the water at first. But then I got to see the places where this family were going to be staying, and that day I began to pray for them every day uh, as part of my childhood prayer. And so years later, when Jewel and I met as young adults, uh, I told her, I've been praying for her for a long, long time, uh, even though we uh, were just learning to know each other then as, as young adults, which was true, but that also was one way that God gave me a heart for reaching out to other people, praying for those people who were, uh, were serving Him in different ways in different parts of the world. Uh, Jewel, what would you like to say in introduction?
1: Yeah, it is a privilege to worship with you this morning and learn to know yet another body of believers and be connected in a very special way as we feel God has been connecting us with you and with your heart for your community. When I was a little girl growing up in Ethiopia, as Richard introduced us or introduced me, I remember one time, I think I was maybe eight or nine years old, and we were sitting in a time of family worship and reading the Bible together, and we had a visitor that, uh, that morning. He was a, a missionary from another part of, of Ethiopia, one that was almost 100% Muslim. It was up along the Red Sea region and he he opened his Bible to Psalms chapter 2, and he looked out. There were eight children in our family, and he looked around at all of us, and he said, Children, have you ever asked God to give you the nations as your inheritance? And we never had. But anyway, he read those verses from Psalms chapter 2. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the ends of the earth as your possession. And he might have been taking the verses out of context a little bit. But it really made a point to me as a young child that God had an inheritance for me, which was more than gold and silver, but it was seeing people from every tribe and tongue and nation and clan and little people group, wherever they are in Delaware or Turkey or Africa, that that's what I want for my inheritance. <laughs> that's what I want to take along with me to heaven. <laughs> that, that, that's the only eternal, lasting thing that we can ever acquire on this earth everything else is so fleeting is so passing and so that has really become a lifelong purpose of mine to see god coming and knowing people in every nook and cranny of this earth and especially god gave us a part uh, a heart for people that don't have christian neighbors I was struck last night as we were getting acquainted with Rusty and Linda. It was a neighbor across the hall from them in Florida that invited them to church. So many of us have people that aren't Christians that we can do that too. But there also are places in the world. And Turkey is one of those where when we move to a city in the southeast of Turkey, a city of half a million people, As far as we knew, there were no Christians, no churches of any kind in that entire city and region. And that's astonishing. There's not, I mean, even if someone were your neighbor and could invite you to church, we often don't. (laughs) But that there are actually places on earth where people don't have that opportunity. And so God gave that as a special burden to us. And so even though we love coming to places like this, we also feel a deep call to go to those places and be Christian neighbors to those people who wouldn't otherwise have them. And before we went to Turkey for the first time back in 1982, someone from our church in Mechanicsburg, Ohio, a church that reminds me a lot of Gateway here, um, prayed and sang prophetically over us from um, John chapter 15. And it's those verses, those words of Jesus where he says, um, I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, fruit that will remain. And so that has also become sort of a life verse for me wherever I am. And and I was sensing that for you this morning, that God is saying, you know, I'm, I'm calling you, I'm ordaining you, I'm commissioning you to go and bring forth fruit. Mechanicsburg, Ohio, is one of those places where we now live that has the highest rate of heroin and opioid addiction in Ohio. It's called the armpit of Champaign County. That's where God has called us to be and bear fruit in that place. And I've not been here long enough to know what your particular challenges and opportunities are, but God is calling you to go and bring forth fruit, fruit that will remain. And whatever you ask the Father in my name, Jesus, I'll do thrilled to be walking with you
0: thank you jewel and i just want to say that uh well i think mission statement to be disciples of jesus and to make disciples of jesus uh, that resonates so deeply with me because there's a there's a verse in philippians I think it is, part of the testimony of the Apostle Paul, which has become, uh, for me, a kind of life verse, uh, since Jewel introduced that, that I may know Him. It starts there, just to know Him, the power of His resurrection, the fellowship of His sufferings being made conformable to His death, to know Him, uh, to make Him known. It just thrills me to walk into a congregation and see that kind of clear, simple, absolutely basic and important commitment as a whole congregation to be disciples of Jesus and to make them. Can't get any clearer or simpler than that, hardly. God bless you as you walk that way, and we're just happy to be part of you. I learned when I was reading some materials from the congregation that as uh, overseers get to be some sort of part of the, the team. Uh, in some places where I'm overseer, they don't put it quite that close, but here you put it pretty close, like you get to be a part of the team. So thank you. Love it. Oh, that was it. Ex officio. But I know what ex officio means. <laughs> yeah, it means for real. We are going to have you guys come back at the very end And we want to spend, because we don't want to rush a prayer time, we want to pray and commission you guys in the spirit, you know what I mean?